You're listening to the Boho Business Guide podcast, the only business podcast dedicated to the dynamic mix of wealth, wonder, and wellness behind becoming a balanced CEO. I'm your host, Olamide Michelle, business consultant and licensed trademark attorney. I'm so happy you're here and hope you'll show your support by sharing, subscribing, and listening each week. Hey guys, hope you're having a magical and beautiful day. As some of you may have heard, if you follow me on Instagram, if you've been tuning in to the podcast, you know that I'm officially in New York. I'm actually in Brooklyn and I just feel like today's topic is so relevant and almost a little intertwined to the message of my actual life because as you move and pick up this sort of like, I don't want to say late or imply that I'm old, but you know, as you kind of pick up at this stage of life after you've already created a career, you've completed your education, even higher education, and now you've decided to do something big like I've done now and pick up my business, pick up my life, and essentially start over, it can feel like you're redefining your life and reinventing yourself. Um, I found it to be really exciting. I'm making tons of new friends, making really relevant and I would say like beneficial contacts for my business, and I'm just enjoying exploring the city and trying new food, trying out new places, and unfortunately, lots and lots of shopping, which needs to come to an end very soon. But anyway, the whole point of this is that as we talk about redefining your brand, clarifying your message, I realize that it is actually quite synonymous to redefining your life overall. I recently saw a quote, you may have heard this before, but essentially it's saying something like, we are not really reinventing ourselves. Maybe we're actually just becoming who we were always meant to be. So if you are a new or new-ish business owner, typically I define that as someone who's been in business for zero to three years, sometimes more because let's face it, business isn't always consistent. We don't always show up regularly in our business. So even if we started that LLC five years ago, we may just now be taking it seriously or available to show up the way we need to in order to make the money and be more successful. So if you're in that stage, sometimes it can feel like the first year you started off and you had a very clear niche, you understood who you were speaking to and you knew the main product you wanted to sell. And then maybe the consumer Uh, trends started to change, maybe your mood changed, your personality, your interests, your focus also started to change and you didn't feel aligned, you didn't feel excited to show up and that starts to show up in a sense of feeling very unmotivated or feeling discouraged because you're not seeing that financial growth or that marketing success. So you kind of, you know, drop the ball on your business or you put it on hold or you just kind of slack off on it. And what I found is, is that that's actually quite normal and we need to start taking a little bit more inventory on ourselves, taking a little bit of like an audit and assessing, is this even the product we need to be selling anymore? If you were a major corporation or a big company, you would do this anyway. You know, we'd have a team that looks into the buying trends, the marketing trends, and sees how they essentially evaluate how you can change that and how you can adopt it to be more successful. So why aren't we doing that as small businesses, as solo entrepreneurs, right? We don't have to love our social media approach from 
the midst of the pandemic, like fresh out of 2019 into that early stages of 2020, because the internet was crazy right then. You know, everybody was at home, everyone was bored and isolated. So your engagement may have just gone through the roof. You might have felt super popular, but in reality, your product may not have actually have been that viable or that valuable. So, you know, taking stock into or taking um, an assessment as to is this viable, meaning is this product actually something people want to buy and is it sustainable? It's not just something people want to buy this week, this season, this month, but it's something Something that solves an ongoing problem or it fulfills an ongoing desire or need for a vast majority of people within your niche market, right? The other thing that's important to this assessment is, do you even want to show up and continue to create this product, to market this product, to talk about this product? Does it bring light and joy to your life? Do you feel excited about it? Does it actually align with your values? Um, do you want to show up and provide this service? Do you want to be identified as this particular type of coach for more than six months? If the answer is no to any of the above, then you're probably not in the space or the category that you need to be in order to see real success. Because at the end of the day, success is not really about being popular. It's actually about you having the skill set and the energy to continuously be consistent and, you know, actually love what you're doing enough to show up in a way that is energetically exciting to people who are essentially consuming your content, your product, your service. So redefining your brand can simply look like changing the approach and how you speak to people. A really clear example on social media right now is video content. You can decide that, hey, I really loved, you know, just like posting my quotes, but now I'm going to take a different approach and show up in video form and I'm going to try to be consistent because that energy that comes from boosting your engagement and boosting the connection with your audience actually makes you want to show up when you start to see, see that growth and progress and you know rise in engagement. We feel motivated by our own success whether we recognize that on the front end or not. We start to feel more excited to show up when we've actually done a good job and less excited when we don't see the return on our investment. So the only way to see that excitement and to feel that motivation is to just start and essentially whatever you've been doing if it's not working it's time to scratch it and do something else or it's time to show up and actually do it properly. Case in point, my podcast. If you've been listening since season one, you know that I've always had a podcast, right? You've always, I've always been talking about wanting to be a speaker and wanting to educate and connect with more people by using the podcast platform, but I have not been consistent. Not because I'm not good at it or I don't love it or like it, but I think because I was not aligned in a way that my life was in order, in order for me to actually feel comfortable and to feel organized and in, you know, essentially focused on this. So sometimes you have to declutter your business plan. You have to declutter your lifestyle and that in and of itself becomes the the rebrand, the revamp, the refresh. So if you're feeling a little chaotic and just feeling like I'm not sure what it is I should be talking about, I'm not sure that my plan is good enough, it could be one of these many things. So just to clarify and sort of um 
I guess, recap, right? It's like essentially you might be in a place where you just need to change your target audience. You might need to redefine that niche by getting very, very specific. So number one is clarifying the audience, clarifying the product or niche. And this is very important because yesterday I was actually at a house party. I met another woman who just so happened to be a Libra. I feel like we just have such kindred spirits and I've been meeting them everywhere all around New York. And we went to Moto Yoga and we're like sitting next to each other chit-chatting and realized that we were actually in a silent room and we did get in trouble for talking and it just took me back to like first grade when you're whispering and your teacher is like uh you're gonna get a demerit and I'm telling your mom that you were talking in class but anyway this woman Rachel actually invited me to her house and I met all these wonderful people and some of them actually had some pretty incredible startups and like yogurt companies and all these different things that I was so interested in and one of the um individuals his wife goes well what's your niche you know I tell her I'm a coach I'm a consultant um, I'm a trademark lawyer and you know to someone brand new they're like wow this is so cool this is impressive and I was so honored and flattered to get that like positive feedback but she's like dude what is your niche and I'm like well you know because I'm in this stage where I felt like I'm kind of redefining my niche so I'll be the first to tell you guys or you guys will be the first to hear that I feel like my niche is no longer really a type of person it's not a gender it's not just women but it is people who have created a product or service who want to be mindful and intentional with their message and I'm no longer going to identify as a coach not because a coach is not accurate or it's not a good word but I think a consultant is actually more relevant to what I really do and if you look up the term consultant it's someone who relies on their very clear and strategic expertise to essentially help their client effectuate the uh, or initiate the goal that they have in mind so for example with all of my coaching you know air quote coaching clients I've helped them either create a social media strategy I've helped them implement a launch plan where they're going to announce a big product release I've helped them change their rates and their structure and how they charge you know for different services I've helped them essentially fire business partners and to get rid of certain team members and to bring in a more suitable type of team member to help them essentially grow the way they need to grow So I'm not just motivating and inspiring and listening to their problems and their needs, but I'm actually helping them create the thing that they need to create, right? So whether that be the copywriting or I'm bringing in a third party to help with some creative services, I'm actually helping you get stuff done. So you guys, I'm officially a consultant focused on a mindful entrepreneur in their early development stages. I'm not someone that helps a 10, 15 year, you know, vet in the in the business essentially scale, but I'm coming in to kind of clean up your system and essentially help you get to a certain goal using my creative and very diverse background. So when she challenged me that way, I realized, you know, I need to go back and rethink how I'm actually communicating to people. And that can be my clarification of my message, which will then help me show up. Because once I've clarified, I know what I need to talk about. When you know what you need to do, you're more likely to avoid procrastinating and actually get that that goal or that task I 
item done. So ask yourself if you're actually truly clear on your product, your message, your niche, and how can you tweak it to get better? If you're someone who struggles with doing this on your own, that's when you need to challenge yourself to really assess, do I need to hire someone? Do I need to work with a consultant, a coach, a sales expert, a product developer, someone in my space that can help me clarify this and speak to the right audience more appropriately? The next thing is just looking at your life. So it could be redefining your message and clarifying your niche, but it could also just be like, what's going on in your life? I did an episode a while back with a licensed uh, therapist. She's actually a psychiatrist, sorry. And uh, her name is Tracy. She's out in Texas. And she talked about decluttering and looking at your life as something you can almost do like seasonal cleaning because sometimes your lifestyle, your morning routines, your hobbies can get a little chaotic. You might just realize that you're just going with the flow a little too much. You're just, you know, going with the motion and you're not really functioning as a structured CEO. And the thing is, is when you have a job, when you have kids, when you have all these things that require a little bit of order, you tend to do better. But when you're a full-time entrepreneur, you are the only person holding yourself accountable. You don't really work with people. There's no one like asking you for anything. Then you have to rely on a lot of self-determination, discipline, and motivation, which can be pretty impossible even for the most organized person. It's really hard to find that energy to just get up and get stuff done. So you have to ask yourself, what can I do? How can I change my schedule? How can I implement a lifestyle that I'm not feeling so chaotic, right? So for me, I'm living now in a smaller studio in Brooklyn and I love it because it's helping me realize that my day-to-day practices, the more minimal they are, the better. And I like having consistent trends. I used to think I was a free floating fairy type and now I'm realizing that I need to do the same workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I need to have the same lunch period. I need to meet with my team the same time weekly, every Monday, and just sort of treat myself like a child with a very regimented schedule with obvious times for breaks, my own version of PTO, family time, travel, and some, you know, times on the weekend for lots of socialization. But I actually mean socializing and not socialization. But after reviewing Google, apparently both are correct. So let's carry on. So it's not like I'm saying discipline yourself to the point where you don't have balance because you guys know I'm all about balance. Boho is about the unconventional approaches to giving yourself more freedom so that you can actually flourish. So... Yeah, that is number two. So number one is clarifying that niche, making sure you've redefined your message in a way that you actually like and you can be confident, clear, and um, consistent in conveying this message to your audience. And number two is decluttering that chaotic lifestyle that you might have accidentally fallen into, especially post-pandemic life. You know, the way we were functioning before, the way we were showing up before is not the way we're, we need to show up now. And making sure that you're paying attention to the fact that this will have to change again. This might have to change for you in six months. It might have to change again in, you know, a year or two. So just making sure that you realize that adjusting and adapting is not a sign of failure, but it's actually a sign of progress and growth, and it is a necessary part of succeeding in your business. 
All right, so the other area of redefining your brand and clarifying your message can also just look like an aesthetic refresh. Typically, we think of rebranding as like changing our logo, changing our website, changing the way we, you know, produce content online. And it's not something that needs to be so superficial because at the end of the day, If you decide that purple is your core color and it used to be yellow, it's not like you're suddenly going to get more clients because now you're purple instead of yellow. You know, sometimes we tend to unfortunately waste a lot of time um, playing around with the aesthetics. But what I want you to think about is that how can we consistently create an aesthetic that's memorable? As a trademark attorney, a lot of what trademarks and the legal part of branding is, is brand recognition, meaning every time somebody sees your product or your service, your logo, your social media account, they immediately are triggered or signaled to know that that is your stuff. And the more familiarity they have, the more memorable you become and the more popular you become. So these are all positive things in business, right? We want to grow and we want to be able to reach more people, connect with more people and make more money. And how do we do that? We have to be able to be someone who people actually recognize and appreciate, respect and want to buy our product products or services. So sometimes when you see a very aesthetically pleasing feed, it might seem like a little too cookie cutter. It might seem overwhelming. And you might have even heard me talk about in some of my content that counts episodes that I was someone who didn't agree with this. But as time has gone by, as I have experimented, I've seen, you know, positive and negative results from doing certain practices online. I will say that an aesthetic that is consistent is definitely the way to go. You can do some research as to what colors signify what. So if you're a spa or a yoga studio or something that's relaxing, you might want to stay in those calm neutrals or even do something that's like a blue or a sky blue or an ocean blue because it's known to be soothing and calming. If you are a vibrant marketing company, you might want to take more of a you know charismatic rainbow effect where there's a punch behind the color and you're using those primary bright tones in order to really get someone's attention and to trigger emotions of excitement and high energy. So again, you can do whatever you want, but just be consistent and clear and make sure that it actually is giving off the vibe that matches with what you actually want to sell. Funny story, completely Uh, unrelated but somewhat related vibe can you imagine I was on a dating app and I used the word vibe and a modern day American man did not know what vibe meant very weird clearly not my target audience clearly not a match for me so again another little quick recap redefining that you know, niche, making sure that you're just like cool with who you're actually speaking with and also making sure that you're not being overbroad because you're afraid of missing out. We don't need FOMO in business. We don't need to be for everybody. We don't need to sell to everyone and you cannot actually connect with every type of person online. So just make sure that you're okay with the fact that even if you're like, hey, I'm only speaking to teens who are suffering from anxiety that is okay because now you're going to very specifically call those people if someone were to shout my name in a room and you know there's like your name's like Ashley and there are a ton of Ashley's 
guess what? You probably don't know who they're talking to. But if you have a super unique name that's not that common, you're going to immediately turn around. So think about your niche like that. Like, are you screaming out to a sea of people and everyone's confused as to who you're talking to? Or are you very clearly and articulately speaking to that one person? So that is your little motivation for that. And then decluttering your life, you know, maybe working with a life design coach, um, maybe just like, implementing different organizational tools and working with apps such as Notion or even Airtable to get a little bit more clear on your creative strategy, on your team management, things like that, right? How can you create a lifestyle that feels smooth and stress-free? I'm not saying stress-free in the sense of literally stress-free, but minimal stress, minimal chaos. And last but not least, look at your website, look at your LinkedIn bio, look at your link tree or whatever you're using, your social media feed the aesthetics of your Pinterest and does it make sense does it look actually like good first of all and does it actually look like you does it represent the message you want to convey to the public and how can you get more clear and eliminate some of that like random energy in order to be more memorable online So that's everything, guys. That is my episode for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was inspiring and, you know, motivating in some sense. You know what to do at the end. If you liked any part of this episode, I really appreciate you sharing this with your friends, sharing it online, Um, you know, taking a little picture, even a little screenshot and putting it on your stories and tagging us at the Boho Business Guide on social media. For those of you who want to connect with me more personally and see what I'm doing um, on a more holistic approach, uh, follow me at it's Olamide Michelle. I'll always put my handle and information in the show notes. So make sure to check that out as well. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful and wonderful day and hope you'll check out the next episode very soon.